almost like a sequel for the Goosebumps movie he did. Yeah. Is that a violent movie? Because it's something by Eli Roth. Mm-hmm. It it's looks not, like it's going to be a young adult movie. It's going to be a it's a darkish movie, but it's not. As far as I know, it's nothing like super creepy. It's made for kids. Okay. Because I saw it was Eli Roth. I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. I'll tell you what movie is terrible. Fifth Wave. I've never uh, even heard of that. Holy cow, was that bad? Netflix special? No, no, it was a full release. They had um. Oh yeah, because uh, they talk about the first wave is like the spotting of the aliens. Second wave is yeah, like that even came outage. out. That, did yeah. that come out? Yeah, not a while ago. Yeah, it was in theaters and everything, and I found it at one of the bargain bins for three dollars. And damn, did I overpay? Did what was it? Did Arrival take it? What took its? Uh, I'm so tinny. That's just your voice. Tinny, tinny, tinny. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's all good. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I I paid three dollars for the movie and I overpaid. It was just bad. Who's in it? I don't know. If there's uh, a movie called Fifth Wave and it's not like a documentary about Galaga or something, I'm not into it. You seen the documentary about Snake? No. Or the uh, the arcade game. I know what you're talking about. Uh, Centipede. Nipper, uh, no. Uh, Centipede. It's no. on Netflix or it, yeah, it's on Netflix about this guy. That, that cheated? That had no, no, no. Oh. So that he's he's in it. Yeah, he's in it. It's it, about the guy that was like so close to having the world record, or he had the world no. record, and then someone beat him, and so then he's like old now. He's got like nothing going for him in his life. So then he's like bound and determined to get it back. Mm-hmm. So then like he tries and plays it at this convention and he can't do it, and then like he, like they have like this training montage and he gets. He gets the arcade. Yeah, Nibbler. 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 Man versus Snake. That's the name of the documentary. It's about the Nibbler. Nibbler was the first. uh, It was like said. It was the first arcade game that could go to a million in score wise, or a billion in score wise. Is that where the the character of Futurama is named after? I doubt it. No. Okay. So, like how I say I doubt it, and Cody's just like, "No, you fucker." Our yeah. cast of uh, Fifth Wave is Chloe Moritz. Moritz? Okay. Oh, okay. I remember those previews now. Uh, Matthew Zuck. Gabriella Matthew Lopez. sucked in the film. He Did you watch great. it? Uh, Bailey Borders. Nick Robinson. Ron Livingston. Maggie Siff. No one, no one that anyone knows, really. I know one of those people. Uh, Ron Livingston, live gangster, Schreiber, Schreiber, Liv Schreiber, yeah. Oh, no, he was Sabretooth. Sabretooth. Yeah. Uh, Derek Roberts. Yeah, a whole bunch of no ones, besides those guys. Okay. Yeah, it was bad, real bad. All right, here we go. You gotta turn the thing on. Ah, it's on. You're on. We're recording? We are recording. I don't like doing a hand and ball trick. No one realizes when I do it. Or everybody realizes when I do it. Yeah. All right, here we go. Hello, and welcome to episode 32 of Damage Control Podcasting, a professionally unprofessional look at the conventions, ideas, and genres of filmmaking. I am here with... Tyler just dropped his mic. That's why I'm <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't drop it. Cook. B- barely caught it. Daniel banged the table. Okay. I didn't touch the At table. At least buy a dinner first. Yeah. I, I, I've I, already bought everything on the table. 
Wow. I'm getting, not paying get, anything more for the table. really <laughs> possessive here. You know what? Maybe the dinner just wants to go out to a nice meal every uh, The table? The dinner wants to go to a nice meal. I'm tired. <laughs> okay. Right. I am here with... Daniel Tyler. Newkirk. Wow. Oh, oh, wow. We always go clockwise. Depends on where you're sitting. <laughs> We've uh, always got clockwise. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you just say we always go clockwise and then the response was it depends on where you're sitting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh this is going well alright let's try again okay. I am here with now nobody knows what to do <laughs> Daniel Newkirk Cody Dietrich <laughs> I give up Josh nope just go <laughs> okay alright Oh, it's going to be a good episode oh, today. Oh, yeah, we're on point today, <laughs> boys. <laughs> okay, before we get started, I I want to... Man, I'm so loud. Before we get started, I want to thank SoundCloud user X-E-S-I-V-I-M-W-Y-W-Y for like on our episode 31. You are a bot. <laughs> what a wonderful <laughs> bot. But thank you anyway. We accept all followers. Okay, so in your native language, one zero zero one one zero one one zero one one. How dare you say that? That's terrible. She is a lady. This bot is a lady. Watch your mouth. Okay. Only got through like two letters. Tonight's tonight's trivia. You guys are gonna love me. It's called Cowboy Bebop. Hey. Okay. It's it's Western arithmetic. Okay. I want to name a characters from these movies. You're gonna. Tell me what they add up to. What movie they add up to. I'm going to start off with an easy one. Okay? Dirty Harry plus Ellis Boyd Red Redding equals... Outlaw Josie Wales. Nope. I hope he's not in that. No. Dirty Harry plus Ellis Boyd Red Redding. Here's a little hint. Red Redding's friend was Andy Dufresne. Oh, uh, I, I don't know the name of the answer. Shawshank Redemption. No, no, it, it's what, it's a what movie, are you saying? It, it's a movie with Clint Eastwood and um, Morgan Freeman. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, me either. Unforgiven. Oh, okay. Oh, All right, so we know we, we, we know how the game is played. I guess. I don't know. We'll right, that's, that's the easy one? Okay, that is the easy one. Oh, this, okay. this is going to be a long <laughs> trivia section. <laughs> okay, here, here we go. <clears throat> McCready times Batman times Corporal Hicks plus Beverly Hills 90210 equals... What the shit? Uh, okay, so that's probably Christian Slater... Whiter. Michael Keaton? Damn it. Uh, Tombstone. McCready is... I was thinking of the wrong one. McCready I just is, knew Val Kilmer. Oh, Val, Val Kilmer, Kilmer, yeah. Corporal yeah. Hicks is Michael Bean. He plays Rango. Rango. Yeah. Uh, McCready is uh, Kurt Russell. Beverly okay. Hills 90210 is Jason Priestley. Oh, all right. Okay. Robin Hood plus General Hawk plus NCIS plus Popeye Doyle equals... I, mean, I really thought these were easy. No. I was so proud of myself mm. when I did Robin this. Hood plus General Hawk were yeah. the first two parts of that? Yes. That's so Kurt Russell, right? Kurt, or it's, it's Wolves. Not Kurt Russell. No. Um, it's not Kurt Russell. It's uh, Kevin Costner and yeah. Bruce Willis. No. No? General Hawk? Wasn't that the movie? 
with a hawk. What the heck was his name in that movie? I don't know. Kevin Costner. We had that. Popeye Doyle. Come on. Popeye Doyle. I have, nobody knows what the hell that Just is. Just because you say it multiple times doesn't mean we know yeah. the answer. Yeah. Okay. General Hawk was Dennis Quaid. Oh, okay. All right. In the G.I. Joe movie. Okay. All right. Kevin uh, Costner. Kevin Costner. Dennis, Dennis Quaid. Quaid. The dude from NCIS. And Popeye Doyle. No Googling. Gene Hackman. I was looking up the movie I was thinking of that Bruce Willis was in because I'm trying to figure out what that oh, was. Oh, okay. It's, it's wider. Oh, that was, oh, that was my it, next it, guess. Right. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I really thought this was going to be easy. Uh, okay. This was a rough trivia section. Judge Doom. Oh, Hudson Hawk was the movie I was thinking of. Instead of General. Oh, yeah. yeah. Judge Doom okay, Christopher plus Lloyd. Flea plus ZZ Top equals... Back to the Future Part 3? Yes. Tyler, get, Tyler gets it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> John Connor plus Maximus plus K2SO. Alan Tudyk plus... Christian Bale plus... What was it? Ma um, Maximus. Russell Crowe. Uh, uh, 310 to Yuma. Got it. The remake. Yep, you guys got it towards the end. It's going to take some teamwork, but we can do this. <clears throat> So is that all of them? That was all. Of them. Damn it! I was hoping you were going to we go with. We were starting to get I was hoping you were going to do Young Guns. So I want to see you start rattling off that cast. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, let me let me do that. Uh, okay. No, uh, no, Gordon no. Bombay. Young Guns. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. I just wanted to hear you say uh, John Locke. Oh yeah. See, he has, he's ha in that, he has yeah. hair in that movie. Okay. So tonight's topic is a western genre. The American Film Institute defines Western films as those set in the American West that embody the spirit, the struggle, and the demise of the new frontier. The term Western used to describe a narrative film genre appears to have originated with a July 1912 article in Motion Picture World magazine. Most of the characteristics of Western films were part of the 19th century popular Western fiction and were firmly in place before film became a popular art form. Western films commonly feature protagonists such as cowboys, gunslingers, and bounty hunters who are often depicted as semi-nomadic wanderers who wear Stetson hats, bandanas, spurs, and buckskins, use revolvers or rifles, Jeez, everyday tools of survival, and as a means to settle disputes using frontier justice. Did you do that all in one breath? Yeah. It took two. Okay. It takes two to make a thing go right. And then went back into it. Well, it's now it's not as near as impressive. I, I like stealing a thunder. There we go. No? Getting like a little static. Hang on, audience. They're pissed off now. They probably just if you don't edit this part out, you're the worst. I'm not. Did he ever do the Batman v Superman yeah, in one part? Yeah, it's out. Oh. No, okay. it's not as one part. It's two parts. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to listen to it then. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so... I was going to listen to it every time I watched Batman v Superman. So, Westerns. Name all, I, I did this without I did this without did looking. Famous cowboys and cowgirls. Top of your head. John Wayne, uh, Burt Reynolds. They he there's a wild characters movie. or actors. Well, I went characters, but uh, actors are fine too. Well, John Wayne, yeah. characters. He only played the one character really. Fair. Shot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deny that he did stereotype the role, but he was the icon for the American cowboy for. Many, many, many years. Yeah. Okay, right. So I got, I put uh, Jonah Hex. Yeah, DC. Okay. Yeah. Lone Ranger. Mm. 
the man with no name, mm -hmm. uh, Sheriff Matt Dillon. I only know that because everyone at the nursing home watches Gunsmoke. Yes. Everyone oh, okay. watches Gunsmoke. Uh, Raylan Givens from Just Justified. I don't know who this is, but I know the name. Hopalong Cassidy. Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, good yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you gotta get the Chuck Norris in there every once in a while. Yosemite Sam. Sure. Got him in there. Right. Okay. A Butch Cassidy Sundance Kid. And, of course, Sheriff Walt Longmire. And... I'd be remiss if I didn't say Brave Star in Thirty Thirty, and Sheriff Bullock from uh, Deadwood. Is that the end of your list? That's the end of my list. What do you got? Fucking Wyatt Earp. Uh, yeah. Doc D Holliday. Doc Holliday. Nah, I don't like those movies. Tombstones. Tombstones. Okay. <sighs> Westerns are not my genre. Me either. But I love that stuff. Uh, okay. Doc Holliday is the only cowboy I know. So Doc Holliday. What about El Cabong? That works. He's in later trivia. Wild okay. Bill also. Wild Bill Hickok. Hickok. Outlaw Josie Wales. Jesse James. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Bonnie and Clyde, kind of. No. Yeah, gangsters. they were they were they were gangsters, but like they weren't at the same time. I think they fit. Maybe. The outlaw. Let us know in the comments what do you think about uh, Bonnie and Clyde's cowboys. Like train robbers and stuff. Like yeah, I'm into well, too. we'll get back to that. We'll define. We'll later on we'll define a cowboy. In a western, see if they fit into the western. Okay, so the western genre, do we like them? Yes, what? absolutely. What up on them? Every single one of them. Well, so next even question. The, the modern day ones I find don't as like as much because it ruins the fantasy for me. Okay. I, I don't. Um, there are, are few westerns that I enjoy and um, uh, fewer old ones even that I like. Um, Tombstone and Blazing Saddles is pretty much where I'm at. Blazing Saddles is a satire uh, comedy. It is not a western. So it's, you, a western it's, it's a satire of western. So you don't, like, western. you don't like the western genre? What, what about particularly. Is it, what about it is it you don't like? Uh, uh, well, I'll take that. I like Maverick. I, Maverick, enjoy, oh, I enjoyed I like Maverick, Maverick a lot. Yeah. The TV show or the movie with, with the racist Gibson? Uh, uh, the, the movie with Mel Gibson. Yeah. That was before he was racist. That was okay. before he was racist. Yeah, uh, yeah I like both of those. And then Tombstone was fine. Uh, it's been a while Clint since I've seen it. Running in my head. Oh, Black. That's a country, country singer. He did the main song for that movie. It's just in my head. They didn't use Kenny Rogers the Gambler. No. And they oh. might have for the soundtrack, but it wasn't the main song. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So what? What about it that you don't like? Uh, I, you know, it's one of those hard things to, to put my finger on. Um, uh, put your foot on it. <laughs> um, the soundtrack usually pulls me out because I'm not a big fan of country music. Okay. Um, and then, like, a lot of the plot elements tend to be kind of the same. Like, a lot of the, the Western movies that I've seen have been very one-note, where it's like, okay, Sheriff rolls into town. There's bandits. Sheriff kills a bandit. Bandit threatens town. Sheriff and bandits have gunfight. No one wins. Sometimes the cowboy rides off. And it's just very much just the same thing in every movie for me. Um, Cody, where do you where do you stand? Is Shane alive? I'm just, I'm just, is Shane still alive or is Shane dead? I'm not talking sure what you're talking about. Shit. You said you were a fan of Western. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not modern day westerns I'm not a fan of. That's not a modern day western. No, that's from an older one. No. Okay, who was the actor in it? Shane. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. 
No, that's pretty much what I got. Um, the atmosphere, the setting just doesn't do it for me. I've just never been a big Western fan. City boy, you're a city slicker. A little bit. You're a city slicker, you dirty city slicker. I like the setting. I like a lot of what's going on. I think, to a point, a lot of those movies were kind of homogenized. I'll agree with Daniel there. It's, it's a lot of the same thing over and over again. But when there's something novel um, or interesting done within the genre, it tends to pull my interest into it a little bit more. But for the most part, the majority of those movies are very, very similar. Okay. Tyler? I don't have anything against Westerns. I just never really watched You're in a safe place. No one's going to judge you. If you don't like them, you don't I don't like know. Them. Cody's kind of scaring the shit out of me. I'm glad I'm on this end of the table. <laughs> you just staring holes right through Tyler? Uh, I like... It's either that or he's undressing him with his eyes. One of the two. Probably both. Probably both. I like the... I, I like the idea of Westerns. I like Cowboys. I bet uh, you do. Uh, do yeah. I like Adam. Uh, I can just running around with assless chaps <laughs> on. Like I like the idea. You of say that like there are chaps that aren't assless. Shrug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Whoa, what was that? <laughs> that was <laughs> snort is what that was. Got that him. Was, you uh, snort from got, Adam. He's got a little bit of jizz. Yeah, <laughs> a little. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I like the idea of westerns. Um, I like the settings. I like the music. Not not so much the country music, but more like the slide guitar. I like the slide guitar. I like. Yeah, I like. Uh, I like the, the hero, the drifter hero, the the man with no name type hero. Uh, ooh ooh. Does uh, Six String Samurai is that a western? No, it's it's a post-apocalyptic uh, movie. Fine. Yeah, There's that Seth MacFarlane movie. I forgot about that one. Million Ways to Die in the West. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. It was a comedy, but it was a western. Still, oh, all right. It was, I didn't say it was good. I just said it existed. Okay, Cowboys vs. Aliens wasn't bad. Oh yeah. man. I mean, I mean, honestly, you when you're when you're comparing it to other westerns, I would rather watch the westerns than that pile. Yeah, Olivia Wilde. I that's fine. I watch her and many other things. I have never opened it and it still sits on my shelf today. What? I'll, Cowboys vs. Aliens. Ah, uh, I didn't hear. I think the western. Speaking of Cowboys vs. Oh, Wild Wild West. Wild West. The show, not the movie, that was also terrible. Right. Speaking of that, I think again compared to other westerns I've seen, Wild Wild West, kind of up there. G- giant spider? No, I'm done. Do, yeah. do you know the, not, no. Do you know the story of the giant spider? Yes. Kevin Smith. Yes. Okay. All yeah. Right. All right. I won't tell it then. It's, it's tell it anyway. It's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know the story. Okay. So Kevin Smith was writing before Brian Singer did the Superman movie. Kevin Smith was writing a Superman movie. Uh, he had Brainiac and he had the entire Justice League he had uh, Bizarro um, Superman came down uh, it was just like a Legion of Doom type thing. it was just Kevin's, it was a Kevin Smith style superhero movie and there was this uh, producer or hairdresser turned producer on the film he was Barbara Streisand's hairdresser yeah this dude is like notoriously just out there crazy asshole and uh, he said, some of his things, why am I so damn tinny? Some of it, there we go. Some of his things, uh, he said, was Superman can't fly, he can't wear his suit, and he wants a giant spider. In the third act. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I want a giant. He's like, well, Brainiac's the bad guy. He goes, no, I want a giant spider. So Kevin Smith ended up, Leaving the project, the project fell and uh, just well, went wayside. Tim Burton was working on it because they were going to do it with Nick. Was Cage. it the Was it the Tim Burton one? I think so. Okay, because okay. they they 
because uh, Kevin Smith was working on the script, and they were like, well, we brought Tim Burton in to do it, so he's going to bring one of his guys in to write it. Right, okay. And okay. they were looking at Nick Cage to be Superman. Right. Um, yeah. Which, have you so, seen like, those pictures? I have. Okay. They're, they're <laughs> terrible. Uh, Kevin Smith, like, the funny thing is, like, he figured out, he's like, i got to put a fucking spider in this movie. Like, this guy's nuts. So he's, like, writing the thing down. He ends up calling it, like, a Thanagarian snare beast or something just to try and fit it somehow so it makes fucking sense because it's a giant goddamn spider. Like, there was a point where the, the producer guy was like, well, if Superman's going to the Fortress of Solitude, there was a part where he's, Superman's going to the Fortress of Solitude for something. And uh, the guy producing the movie is like, well, every ten pages there needs to be, like, an action scene. Yeah. So why not have Superman, like, fight uh, Brainiac or whatever? And then Kevin's like, Brainiac, it's the Fortress of Solitude. Like, there's not supposed to be, like, any, okay, fine, I'll, and the guy's like, I don't know, just make him fight some polar bears. He's like, you want me to have Superman kill polar bears? Like, what the fuck? Like, this guy was out there. So the movie... And I don't, I don't like the cape. It's too faggy, was the thing the producer said. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I'm going to call bullshit on Adam right now. Because he keeps saying that we keep going off topic on superhero movies so often. Where and you just from? started this entire tangent on the Nicolas no, Cage I'm, superhero I'm bringing, I'm bringing it back. Hang on. So anyway, so the project falls, the project falls through. i got to okay. turn it. There we go. The, pro- right. the project falls through, and the the remake or the reboot of Wild Wild West happens with Will Smith, who he didn't do The Matrix. He was supposed to be in The Matrix, but decided to do Wild Wild West instead. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he was going to be Morpheus, right? N- uh, no, Neo. Oh, he was going to be Neo? He was okay. going to be Neo. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, you know who was going to be Morpheus? 007 himself, Sean Connery. That would have been dope. I even want to see this movie. He, he I mean, no. I still like Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. He was great. Fantastic. So, so, so Sean Connery said. So Sean Connery was offered. Sean Connery was offered the Matrix. He goes, I, I don't understand this. He was offered Lord of the Rings. He goes, I, I don't, I don't understand what this is. So then he saw Lord of the Rings was a huge movie. He saw the Matrix was a huge movie. And so League of Extraordinary Gentlemen came across him. He's like, Yes, I want some of this money. That movie was so bad. He retired after making that movie. Yeah. So the Matrix. So. They they tried explaining the Matrix to Will Smith and Will Smith's like this, this is dumb this is just a dumb idea and then the movie came out and he's like that was amazing and then his wife was cast in the sequel and, yep. he, and he begged his wife it's like look I just want a cameo just get me he goes I, I can be in the real world just get, get me in the Matrix series and they wouldn't put, put him in okay so anyway where, where was Jada in the second one. She was part of... She was the pilot of the other ship. Wasn't she the former lover of, of Morpheus. Morpheus? Oh, yeah. she was Niobe? Yep. Yeah, okay. yeah there you go. Niobe. So anyway, so the, the... The producer for the Wild Wild West was the same one that was working on that Superman movie. Yeah, that's So that's why we got that giant fucking spider he that finally, made no sense. He finally got his giant steampunk spider. Yeah. All right. That I, was the point of the whole <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. So, so I don't understand... So I don't understand why... Like I mean, obviously there's a lot of issues with Spider-Man movie, but I don't understand why the, the giant mecha spider couldn't have been a Brainiac thing. Because when you look at the Brainiac ship with the tentacles, it kind of looks like kind of yeah. spidery. So you just make this but Brainiac think, ship a little I think bit more like wanted, a spider. I think he wanted like a flesh and blood spider like, villain thing that he wanted yeah, to fight the third act. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. All right. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Wild Wild West. So speaking. Okay. So Wild Wild West, Cowboys and Aliens. I think the Western genre lends itself more than any other genre to be. Molded from a di- like we were talking about yesterday with, with or not yesterday last week with uh, 
you, you know me, Danny. I do a lot yeah. of drugs, so I messed up. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, if you don't want to turn out like Adam, kids. <laughs> uh, so, last week we were talking about sword and sandals, and I said sword and sandals allows a story to be told that most audience wouldn't let. I think you, you, you drop the Western... If you drop the Western setting into a story, you can take your story. I think the audiences are more willing to take your... to accept a story... You know, the sci-fi-ish route or the horror route. Um, and that's one thing about the Western I like. Uh, I think silhouettes, uh, characters can cut cooler silhouettes with Stetson. And speaking of capes, I think cowboys have the uh, the dusters. Yeah. The gun silhouette always. Yeah, yeah. Now, now here's a question. Does Desperado and El Mariachi and Once Upon a Time in Mexico, do those count as Westerns? I quote... Well... Hold that thought. What was the one I told you to hold on to? Uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. So hold, hold on that, to that one's like on the line. Like yeah. so, hold on to that. Hold on to right. that. Let's 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 get through here for. Um, right. So uh, the idea of a cowboy is a hero. I like that. I like the. We were talking last week. Uh, the drugs wore off, so I know. Okay. Uh, last week about chivalry and knights. I think cowboys have their code of chivalry that I like. Uh, it's a little little romanticized. I don't think cowboys were actually like that, but I, I do like that in films. They always take their hats off when they come. I think that's badass and sexy. Um, yeah, my only problem with, with a lot of that is some of the, the cowboys seem a little rapey. Kind of like old school James Bond rapey sometimes. Yeah. It's, well, if you ask a woman 37 times and she says on the 38th time yes, it's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, no, we wonder why Adam was. Was that Goldfinger where he's like the girl's like no? Oh yeah, it was Pussy Galore. She's like no. He's like yes. He's like no. Yes. Okay. Was that was it? Was it Goldfinger? I, th- I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the genre itself uh, lends the to still to this day lends itself to genuine stunt work. I think it's one of the few genres that you can have good old classic stunt work. I, I don't think CGI really. I don't think you can really use CGI in That's westerns. Stunt, stunt work's so bad. You shut your damn mouth. Well, well, yeah, in the old movies, it looks pretty rough. Yeah, yeah it's, well, it's, 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 I shot in the chest, I'll fall forward. Okay, first of all, let me tell you how hard Back. it is to do that off of a Let me tell you how hard it is to do that on a horse. When I went to stunt camp, we got on with... We, okay, so we got when I was at stunt camp, we had a guy who did all the horse work for open range. And uh, so we, we were in this horse field. We all had a horse, which I almost got kicked off of because I was was striding up there next to my buddy, Paul, and I didn't know that Paul's horse didn't like my horse. So Paul's horse bucked up and hit my horse in the ass, like missed my leg by that much. Like My leg would have been smashed. So the trainer's like, you two need to separate. So, okay, so anyway, so in the middle of the field, in the middle of the field, he puts uh, a 12 by 12 mat. Okay, and we all went down to the end of the field, and and he'd say go. We, I mean, we learned how to gallop and everything for like an hour. So, but anyway, he'd say go, and then our stunt coordinator and our trainer was was standing off the side, and he and he'd say action, and he would pretend to shoot us, and we'd have to fall onto the mat. None of us were making it onto the mat, and he goes, "You guys are gonna hurt yourselves. You're not being tough. You're being stupid. Fall on the mat," and we couldn't we couldn't do it. So he goes, all right, I'll be back. He goes and he and he brings a big um, sixty-gallon trash can full of horse shit, and he piles it around the perimeter of the mat. 
he goes, land on the damn mat. And it took us a couple times, and we all started standing on the mat. It is hard to uh, to do that, dude. Okay. All right. Uh, no, no. Anyway, you you are right. They are kind of cheesy, but that was kind of like that was kind of like the 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 beginning of the stunt work. You know, you, I mean, you had Buster Keaton, you had Chaplin in the Silent Days, but this was like the a lot of a lot of stuff. The sliding underneath the stagecoach. Um, you know, or going from horse, sliding under the horse onto the stage. I mean, a lot of that stuff was being invented. A lot of stuff they, a lot of the stuff they still do today was invented at that time. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, they can be innovative, um, and and the more modern westerns, I think, can kind of keep true to the stunt work and making it look good. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. I think the the stunt, what they did for the stunt industry, is would be very influential. Kid, do you think? Can you use CGI in the Western genre? Maybe to... Every time I've seen them use it in modern-day Western movies, it's always seems like, why didn't you just do the real thing? It's not that more expensive just to make the horse kick out the wall or something like that. It's all... Actually, using practical effects is more expensive than using CGI a majority right, of the time, depending on the scale what? at which you're... I'm not talking about cost-wise, I'm talking about looks-wise. That's not, that's not always true. Depending on the scale of, at which you're doing things. So, what, what do you think is... What do you think is more expensive? The actual Empire State Building or paying the CGI artist to do the Empire State Building and... Empire State Building and CGI. Uh, it actually, Empire State Building costs more than the CGI. No, no. Uh, and and Peter Jackson's King Kong, it costs more to make the Empire State Building in CGI than it did the actual Empire State Building. Okay, are you? They don't it for inflation. Yes. Oh damn. But I mean, that's Weta though. So I mean, they're they're top of the line. I think it's like Weta and ILM. Yeah, I would have I would have anticipated that uh, CGI in a train would be significantly cheaper than getting a real train. To try and rob. Yeah, Man, but if you want to train, I know I know a guy. I'll get us a train, real okay. train. Cool. Really? Train? Yeah. Who? I can tell you. Yeah, you know a guy that has a train. What kind of you want? You want the Hogwarts Express? You want the train from Goldeneye? Oh, fuck. Okay. Anyway, uh, is this the same guy with the DeLorean? Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> aluminum and cocaine, people. Aluminum and cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, what do you guys think about the weapon? I think the revolver is I just can't. sexy, man. It's set. Just there's something about just popping the popping. What's the, the drum? Chamber. Chamber. Popping that out, letting all the bullets out, loading them back up, spinning it back in. That is cooler than dropping the mag and popping the mag back. In. I think even cooler than that is the fact when they run and barely point and just slam their hand down on the hammer. Oh, the loosey goosey, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know yeah. who has the loosey goosey shot? You know who's famous for the Lucy Goosey shot? Han Solo. Mm. Watch, watch the Ridge Tridge. He has a Lucy Goosey. <laughs> I'm so mad that that's still a thing. <laughs> when, when he, when him and Chewie, I think, I think, the best example. Okay, the best example is when they're on the Death Star in A New Hope. Okay, he comes running around the corner, and you know, they're, they're, uh, they're all there. He's got such a Lucy. He's like, ah, such a Lucy Goosey grip. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to uh, <laughs> he's so deep down his own rabbit hole he doesn't even. You you want to talk about good gun work and west westerns quote unquote because this isn't a western movie I don't think, but um, uh, the Dark Tower 
I, I finally got a chance to watch it. And the revolver work in that is really compelling gunfighting. I now, really enjoyed that. How realistic is it? Because I've seen him like pop the bear, pop the bullets up, and then he like catches them back down. Oh no, it's not realistic at all. It's one hundred percent. I am a magic cowboy. I am doing magic things with my cowboy. Okay. Well. And and that's just what it is. Like when he reloads it, he just runs the chamber along the the, the string of bullets on his waist. Oh, that and is awesome. Yeah, super that cool. That is awesome. That's super that's cool. Awesome. But did he curve bullets? Okay, okay, good question. He ricocheted. Let's, let's okay, go off with no curve. Let's go off on a tangent. Let's yeah. go off on a tangent here. So, Co- so let's, let's Co- make Cody's, a podcast. Cody's okay. giving yeah, you this hand. He's like, fucker. He's like, I, this was the only idea I've ever given, and I really wanted to do a serious one, and you guys are assholes. That's <laughs> what he's thinking. Okay, would you buy. There's a saloon. Tyler, play the piano. Okay. Here, here's the door. I'd like to point out that that was not me. <laughs> he I play a much. Yes, you have a play the piano, and then he does it himself. Yeah. yeah. You could have done like the entertainer or anything else close to that, but no, he just okay. taps the same freaking note over and over again. <laughs> the, the, the piano player is drunk. Okay, so the play, Tyler's over there playing the piano. <laughs> in walks, in walks, pre Civil War, the actual Civil War, not the Marvel Civil War, John Wick. Does his does his gunfighting style fit a western? Can we do that with a revolver? I would get behind that, yeah. So you run out of bullets. How cool would that be? Just walk in the saloon. Would he reload or just drop it? Would he just have? Would he neo it? And just have a bunch of guns? And oh drop yeah, one hundred percent. He's doing the the El Duce thing from. Uh, Boondock Saints, Saints and just one empty gun, drop the guns, two more guns. Maybe it was one guy with six guns. You fucking stupid. <laughs> Cody, wait, Cody's got something to say. I think he's. This is like the. I would say that as maybe he didn't care about those guns, but the actual mentality behind a Western, they're not just going to drop a gun that they use. Like, I know you see that sometimes, but if it's a personalized gunfighter, he has his guns that he uses. This is how he lives. He treats these guns right. He does not just drop them in the dirt. Okay, so priest so Johnny Johnny Wick. Like he is Johnny Wick in the he's Western do, days. If he's doing what it takes to survive, yeah he will do this, but he's not doing this every single time. This is the final showdown. Alright, I my two guns aren't enough. Okay, I'll oh. grab some other off the all the bodies I've killed. No, this is what he does. He's attacking the gang because it's so it's it's so this time it's a horse, not his dog. No, no. What's a baby? It ba- could still be his dog. What's a baby? Ho- what's a baby horse? Uh, a colt. colt. His colt is shot. So he goes. So he goes after them with colts. No, no, no. He gets on. <gasps> no, 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 no. Coltception. Guys, guys. He gets on his Mustang this time. His actual Mustang, and he rides in and he takes out half the group. Right, but why he takes them out? He takes their guns. Those are the guns he's dropping. He's saving his gun because he, he's retired. His gun. Colts. Yes, for the leader. So he's got his Colts back on the backside. He's got all the gangs. He's popping them out and dropping them. Yes. I am so into that. Yeah. Can we make this movie? Keanu, you need to give us a call. We got an idea for a John Wick movie. I got him. Right. Well, we'll, we'll have your band do the soundtrack too. God, you are so loud. That's because I got real close like this. I'm just trying to blow your eardrums out. Is Dogstar still around? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Before I get on another tangent. So you're on a showdown, okay? We're on a showdown. Oh, Before I get on another tangent, and then he starts another tangent. 
No, he's, he's going back to the original. Oh, is it? The original tangent. The original tangent. Okay, the original tangent. Yeah. Okay, checks out. We're in a showdown. <laughs> Cody, it's a high noon. What is this? <laughs> Shut up. It, it, it looks like you're going to do a Sorcerer Supreme thing. It's you're either the Sorcerer Supreme or you're a like Spider-Man Heisman Trophy or yeah. Crocodile Dundee. Stop. Hang on. So we're at a, we're a high noon. The bell tolls. It's noon. Cody starts running. He goes behind the the bank. I I uh what what am I doing? Am I doing it again? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the Spider-Man so, Heisman. So. Cody runs. No, Heisman with the other hand. There you so go. Cody, <laughs> Cody starts running okay. behind the bank. Okay. okay. Now he's drawing circles. Now he's Doctor Strange. So <laughs> I pop my revolver and I spin the bullet around the bank and get him. Will no. that will that work in a western? No. no. Uh-huh. It's been proven that you cannot. It doesn't matter it. if it's real. We're making a movie, Cody. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But Ch-ch-ch- what I'm saying is the. the in classic westerns, the coolest thing, as soon as the bad guy gives up and turntables ran, he, he's shot. Because he's lost the will to fight, so he's already <coughs> a dead man. But you run so fast, I can't no. get you. Because the fear has overtaken the man. He is stumbling. It's always the case. He is stumbling. He trips upon, on his own damn boots. He has lost the will to live. That man is dead. Okay. So the wanted world will not will not work. Wanted colon 1854 it's the sequel boys yes the sequel the prequel. sequel prequel will the want will the wanted will the wanted re, a universe work i, I like it because the wanted mythology it goes She's back not doing we are an ancient now. order of assassins yeah you could have that and basically be like assassin's uh, creed it just be you this is it takes place of the order back in this point in time when it first came to America or something. You know what video game they need to make into a movie? <coughs> Red Dead Redemption? No. What? Uh, yes, but go ahead. The vampire... Uh, order. Dark, dark side, Darksiders? No, that, that is a good video game. That's not it. But the one me and you used it's, to play. Uh, I thought that's what it was called. No. <sighs> I know the game you're talking about. It's, it's the one where it's, it's vampires, cowboys... Yeah. Yes. And yeah. then there's a secret order of vampire hunters. Order in the 16, West. whatever it is. No, no, no. It's, okay. it's like you this. You asked me about it. PS2 game. Remember, I. It's well, like I, you're, you're this outlaw. Oh, he's doing yeah. one final job and he's robbing this train. Yeah, it's Dark he, something, isn't it? Yeah. Dark's. Not Dark Souls. Dark Watch. Yes. Yeah, okay, yep. Dark Watch. That'd be an awesome movie. Okay. New reality. We have your hands are like extra podcast members. They're I, just I think they're just like going closer to Daniel. He, he as, has as long as it's not going like this. A few times right. And, right? Okay. So keep doing you this, I really a, hope your nipple is not all the way back up here. No. So but, but if you the, keep doing that, we're gonna have a big problem. The city. Sl- oh, I get it. The, the city. Sl- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. That just get sucked right up in there. It won't bother me. Okay, so the, so the city slickers come on a train. I used the wrong word. They're on a train. Okay? He got all excited now. He's thinking about something else. They're, this podcast has just gone downhill from, like, no, the I, intro. I am, like, really digging the West. You guys, I'm digging the West. Can you I, sit on your hands or something? I like the gunfight. Okay. No, because then he'll be... Yeah. So, so. He'll just be like... So... The city slickers are in the train, but these these aren't the Pinker Tims. They're on a train. Oh, okay? I thought he was talking like city slickers, like Billy Crystal no, no, no. and the, the bad guy from Home Alone. So the Pinker Tims <laughs> are there. 
doors open up. It's Neo style. Long black leather duster. Cowboy hat turned low. The Pinkertons stand up and they're like, what are you doing here? Takes off his leather uh, duster. Bandolero. X across his chest, yeah? Okay, he's got two carabiners in the back. One carabiner right here. He's got a sawed off on a rope underneath of his arm. And he's got another one right here, okay? He's got this loaded, he's got loaded six shooters across his belt. Unloads the sawed off, drops it, whips it, whips the, the rope one up under his armpit. Pop, 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 pop. Dro Wait, how many is it? They only hold two, right? Pop, pop. Classic, yeah, it's usually just double barrel. Okay. Shawl drops off. it, grabs the carabiner. And at the same time, you gotta, you gotta picture like, the fluff from the seats are flying up, like the the the, the decorative wood trims being popped up. Sorry, Dominion Mayor. Not even close. Go ahead. How do you say it? Dominaria. Dominaria. Uh, glass, glass is flying right. He does a cartwheel into the bar. Into you had the bar. you had me up until the cartwheel part. Well, he does a cartwheel in the in the movie. Yeah, he does. No, I'm not saying he, he does it. I'm saying with his back on the I'm bar, saying, still with the two. Oh my God, Cody's even better. That's even better. But we gotta get the backslide across the across the bar. We gotta get. But before he's that, he's using the pro, the propulsion from the bullets to slide. Him but we gotta the bar. get rid of the other carabiner first before he slides. Otherwise, it might shoot him in the butt. So then he get he grabs two six shooters, slides across the bar. No, no, that's what happens. That's the only misfire. That's why he's sliding. The carabiner jams. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not make it perfect. Yeah, like it's like crap. Throws. Uh, uh, Throws it at a guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Daniel Craig. He's Daniel yeah. Craig James Bond. He's like, <laughs> like it. He spear. He chucks it like a spear. Uh, this and then while they're tracked by that, that's when he's doing the jump, sliding on the on his back on the bar. And then he falls out the window, and all the the like the, the five Pinkertons are like, "Is he dead?" What were we even talking about before we got to? This point? Oh. Nobody knows. I'm just going with it, man. That's where I'm at. I, no, I'm saying. Uh, uh, Basically, the idea that the westerns is is a skeleton, a, a, a skeleton frame that we can hang, or a frame a, a framework of a house that we hang our narrative on. I think anymore. I, I don't think the western genre is the purpose of all that goofiness, which I thought was cool, uh, is that the western genre. I don't think besides niche audiences, I'm not picking on you. I'm just saying, like my favorite genre is noir film. It's not coming back, but I'm just. I don't think. I think the western genre is dead and as well. I and it's okay. Well, I will say yes. There, there is repetitive stories. I will, I will agree with that. The, I, but the point behind those repetitive stories—that's the main focus that I, I like. Good always triumphs over evil most of the time. Life is hard, but if you work at it, you can make it worth something. What's a good what before before I get to that question? He's full of shit and a hypocrite because how many of these Marvel movies does he like? That's really repetitive. That's that's all of us, though. All well, of us. Pinching my arm fat for me, man. I don't know. I'm really hyper. <laughs> I can tell. Like you needed another energy drink. I'm on this um, medicine. I'm on this medicine that really shouldn't. I shouldn't be used drinking this. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, anyway, so like, okay, so to to address the hypocrite thing, 
Um, yeah, but I, I, I'm, I am getting I'm tired of. I'm including me in that, and I'm including me in the hypocrisy oh, as well. Look at that backpedal. Um, anyway, right. I, th- I think trying the, to save we, the marriage. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely sleeping on the couch. It's, there's no over that. Um, the uh, the origin stories, like we After talked about in episode head. one, you can find on SoundCloud. Um, and YouTube? Are yes. we, are, have we got episode one on YouTube? Yeah, yet? you know that jerk. Right. You're sleeping on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're still next together next on the couch? <laughs> Is that how it works? Yes, uh, next time we're putting them on opposite ends of the table. Uh, anyway, uh, I think the origin stories have been been overdone. Um, I'm curious to see the, the faster-paced non-origin stories. Like, I'm excited now that we're getting out of the origin story arc for all of these other heroes that we're starting to see different things. Like, I'm glad Black Panther wasn't an origin story. Yeah, um, so, uh, We got his origins in, uh, so, the, in so the, the, whatever movie it was. But it was yeah, his it was, origin as a king. Yeah, but it wasn't it even... It was his origin as the panther, because they explained that it... Right. Okay, alright. Yeah, so I'm excited for those kind of things. Um, to, to start seeing the evolution of the non-stories. Like, I really hope Captain Marvel, there's really no origin story for her. I really hope we just go right into... The stuff, and I know it takes place in the seventies or whatever. So there's going to be an origin story, but the the eighties, nineties, or no nineties, yeah, well, whatever. I guess the SJWs are already up in arms about this movie. Uh, they always are. Who? SJWs. Why? I don't know. I don't read articles because it's a strong female lead. I just, that's not SJWs, and that's the men's rights, guys. SJWs are or a maybe, thing. maybe it's SJWs are ruining the movie. I, I just read the headline and I move on. I don't even yeah. read it anymore. Um, okay. So reading make brain hurt. So what? Okay. <laughs> so uh, real quick before yeah. you do that, I want to get on on. Cody's point here. So uh, your your point that you were trying to make was that good guys always uh, win, and if you work hard, life would mean something. Right. That's kind of what you're getting at. Um, what what kind of things in the Western like emphasize those points? Like what about the Western genre specifically? Like really empowers those two concepts. Okay. Because uh, I'm not a Western fan, so I don't know. You always have you have the common trope. The bad, the outlaws are running this town. Like uh, old man, what's his face has basically bought out the whole town, and he's using his hired guns to keep everybody down. Old man, what's his face is a prick. That's right. what it sounds like. He's <laughs> forget that guy. <laughs> right, and, and the last good man in town was the sheriff, and he's tried, but he does not have the authority or the well he has the authority but there's nobody back him because everybody's too scared to take a stand or he's so jaded he's been he's been lazy and he's now a corrupt sheriff right that's the other aspect of it yeah. two kinds of the same coin mm-hmm. well something finally snaps and he's like he finally tries to do something he ends up getting mm-hmm. killed and then you have the revenger from out of town to come in fix up the, and cleans up the entire problem the drifter the drifter or most likely his brother or his buddy from the war that owes him a favor because he the other guy saved his life. Yeah. Like, there's a quote here from a movie. I was wondering what I you were think, looking up. I thought you, were, you got so mad at us that you were just like, <laughs> he's just like, fuck you guys. I'm <laughs> talking to my this Western friends. This is what I think emphasizes the West. This is a quote from one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay. Secondhand Lions. It's from the it's from the speech where every boy needs to know to be a man. Speech. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Sometimes the things that may or not may or may not be true are the things a man needs to believe the most in. That people are basically good. That honor, courage, and virtue mean everything, and that power and money, and power and money and power mean nothing. That good always triumphs over evil. That love, true love, never dies. No matter if they are true or not, a man should believe in those things because those are the things worth believing in. 
All right. So, so can we say that like the the Westerns seem like they have a really strong morality tale to them, right? Um, so can a... yeah, can we say that like the Westerns are almost like a more adult version of fairy tales? Because that's what the whole concept of the fairy tale was: is morality and teaching a lesson. If you go back to our, our yeah. Grimm's versus Disney, on now on SoundCloud. Yes. Are you on YouTube. Frick, yeah. All right. Uh, uh, no, not on YouTube. <laughs> yes, it's on YouTube. Is it? Yes. Oh. Okay. Anyway, um, so if you go back to that one, like we talked about morality and all of that things, is can we just call this adult fairy tales? You could in to a, to a point. You could in a sense. It, it, I, I, what I like to call them instead of being fairy tales, because fairy tales are something you tell children to, oh, don't, to basically forewarn them not to do these things. I like to call these reminders. All right. Uh, maybe you have forgotten along the way, and this is to show you why, why are you doing this? You know this is wrong, and to show you maybe an example of trying to be a better person against the odds. Plus, I agree with all that. I also like. I like how the cowboy is the archaic ty- uh, archetype that ar- archetype archetype that the, the man is supposed to be. It's very, you know, like like the John, like you're supposed to be tough. Nothing affects you. If you get knocked down, you get right back up. Uh, you you shoot it yourself just, in the foot. You just duct tape it up and you and you go on. Don't got no. Not even John Wayne himself was like that. I'm just saying, but I like that the way I like. I know that's not the way a man's supposed to be. But I like. I like seeing. Uh, to me, that's, there are ideals to live up to. You, yeah. Maybe you don't live up to them completely, but if you strive for them, that's now, the idea. I think that a lot of that archetype of what a man is supposed to be quotes marks, sarcastic quote marks here, is what's causing a lot of problems with because the people who grew up in that time period when those movies were popular put that on themselves put that on their kids and it's gone down to where you have a lot of guys now who can't talk about things who no, no, and it, it makes problems for people right, right. I, was, I was just saying you've got a lot of like I know, I know what you're saying but like I, I feel like it's caused a lot of problems from yeah. that sense too it's like this toxic masculinity thing agreed 100%. that we have going on I, I just yeah. meant as an art form that's the way I like my heroes yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's I, right, I agree with you 100%. And I'm not like this is the word of the law this is what you have to be no, I'm no. saying these are ideas to strive for they, they shouldn't be confining uh, change to a certain ideal because even in this genre they play with that itself right like that's where uh, you have the John Wayne character the always righteous then you evolved into the uh, Clint Eastwood character. Yeah, he's trying to do the right thing, but he has done wrong, and he does more of the gray Jedi. More of the gray Jedi. But he and, dips into the black, and he yeah. dips into the black because the he realizes sort of the Batman feel. You can't always keep your hands clean. Right. So the genre has changed, has evolved. I just don't. I always looked at Eastwood more as. More as like he wants to be the the morally north compass guy, like his moral compass is always north. But he he has taken, and this is just in my head. This is not as far as I know, this has never happened. Those type of characters, they they took some unspoken oath to themselves. Was like, okay, I am going to do some morally questionable and unmorally questioned stuff to protect people who are morally straight because they can't people who. Because he know they people heroes like that know that the world this is not how the world works, so he has taken an oath to be like, 
depending on what your theology is, let's just say Christianity, I am willing to go to hell at the end of my life because I'm killed or whatever because I'm protecting these people. And that, that's kind of like the hero I like, where he sacrifices possibly, I mean, he sacrifices more his morality, maybe his afterlife, whatever, to, to do what needs to be done. That, that's the kind of hero, the hero, heroism, heroism that I dig. You know? right. Plus, cowboys are just tough, man. Like, uh, like Longmire, there's a scene. Longmire, he's, <coughs> he's like 50, he's pushing 60 years old. He's a sheriff uh, in North Dakota, and he goes in to bust a crystal meth ring. And so he goes in, and he's just like, look, guys, I just want to talk. I need to see your boss. I need to see such and such. And they're a motorcycle gang, so they all put down their pool cues, whatever, and try to fight him. And he's like, okay, well, let's do this then. So he takes his hat off, and he, of course, he gets the crap kicked out of him, but he beats them all up. And he's like, all right, now look, I need to speak to such and such about this. You guys, I don't want crystal meth in my town. And then the back door opens up, and he, just as he's putting on his hat, six more guys come to fight. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, he, like, he's going into the fight knowing he's probably going to get his ass kicked, but it's just like he's got to do this to get it, to get it done. Like, that to me is cool. You were saying? I said my thing earlier. Yeah, I mean, there's some coolness to it, but yeah, I kind of agree with with Snyder in some points, Josh, then some points that like um, the 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 masculinity that it encouraged, um, it's good for storytelling, bad for society. So, and that's always been one of those things that kind of turned me off of westerns too. Was but that's not the art form's responsibility. That's true. It's not. It's, it's not. not the, it's not. No. It's not because of westerns, but did they got so popular and society as a whole grasped onto it? it and it's not, it's not just. The, it's not the movies. It's the people. And it's not just westerns too, because the it's a the, lot of, the yeah. war movies and a lot of the police movies. I mean, there's a lot of that. Um, but that that kind of hero, I can only take so much of, which is another reason why I never wow. really was a huge fan of the uh, um, the westerns, um, because I am not the masculine guy. I am not the football star. As, as hard as I tried to be, I was not that person. But you can still be the tough guy. Like, you can still be the, t- like, Indiana Jones is a good example. Uh, what's the scene where he's fighting the big old Nazi on the airplane? He's just, that's, he's... That's the scene. Is that... Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> what's, the, what's the scene where he's, he, he's stealing what, what, what I'm saying is, like, he doesn't come in and just, just barrel in and knock that big Nazi out. Like, he gets his ass kicked. And he's like at he, least once in every single movie. He's like he's like oh, hang on a second, like he's not the tough guy in that scene. You know, like he like sits down on the wing. He's like I need to take a breather. And that big old tough guy is like yeah come on, like that's still that's still well, yeah a lot yeah. of the times when he wins or you know he gets, at least one movie he wins completely through luck. You know or he gets <laughs> hit and he like he like his whole body like wavers back and forth and he falls like that to that's, me that's still a tough guy. Over exaggerated punch landing sound. I mean that's still that's still a tough guy, but he's not you know. I mean, John Wayne would never allow himself to be. I, I guess. I guess what I'm saying is, there's varying degrees of the, the tough guy. Well, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, I'm not saying that there's only one. I'm just saying that's one of the things that has always kind of turned me off of the genres because that all of the heroes are like that. I think uh, Chris Pratt kind of embodies that that tough guy. Like, I don't, I don't always have the answers, and I screw up most of the time. Like, like his Jurassic Park character, I think, is pretty cool. Pretty realistic hero. Yeah, I did really like him. Um, like, he, I, he doesn't know what to do. He's like, uh, okay, let's figure it out. Yeah, yeah I very much enjoyed that, that his character in uh, Jurassic World. 
as much as I like the superhero movies, I think I relate to that hero type. Well, first of all, I'm not a hero. I would, I would be eaten by a dinosaur instantly. But I'm just, I, I, I can relate more to that type of hero than like Captain America's and all that kind of crap. Yeah. What were we talking about? So Neo is on a train. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about uh, those tangentception. So. Deeper, <laughs> yeah, deeper and deeper. What, what level were we on? We were on pretty deep there. Yeah, in limbo. we were at least seven or eight deep. Yeah. We might have been in limbo. Yeah. What are some of the? Tro- I'm not out yet. I'm still in there. <laughs> what are some of the tropes of the Western Lucky. genre? Uh, we've kind of hit on a lot of those, but it's the uh, uh, the, the showdown at high noon. Showdown at high noon. Right. The drifter the coming into town. Drifter. To drifter the they also gang got the, that runs the town. They also put drifter parentheses the knight errant. Okay. Yeah. That explain that to me. Uh, basically, it's it's a it's a, a it's a version of like a like a, a knight with no lord. So kind of like, Ronin. Yeah, like a like a feudal Ronin, like a, a, a European Ronin kind of. Another Keanu movie. Keanu. This is a Keanu podcast. We're renaming this podcast. Oh no! Uh, Another trope is like the tumbleweeds. Okay. Uh, you have the educated went to college people who have no common sense. Yes, the stereotypical town folk. They got the barber, the blacksmith, the city slicker, the clerk, corrupt businessman, frontier doctor. Don't you always have that uh, that prostitute that doesn't want to be a prostitute? But Miss Kitty? The, the hooker with the heart of gold. Uh, yeah, Miss Kitty yeah. uh, owned the saloon. She was not a prostitute in Gunsville. Damn, you are taking this way too seriously. I'm sorry. This is this, this is his thing, this man. This is his wheelhouse. Uh, yeah, and not necessarily in my wheelhouse. This is just what I grew up with. Like uh, Daniel, he grew up in his family. He grew up with a lot of fiction and fantasy and sort of that sort of stuff. Oh yeah. My uh, my family's always been these old movies because it's what they watch, and and so John Wayne, Gunsmoke, Bonanza, uh, Rifleman, Wagon Train. Mine was like all comedies. Right. So that's why that's where my comedy thing comes. So why aren't you funny though? I'm, 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 I may not be as funny Aww. as you are complaining about here, but uh, I don't okay. know where I'm going. So, with that. So oh, that was bad. I know. That, that like, he, he, bad. He, he, like, he, he goes, he goes you why aren't yourself you funny? Right there. And then I'm like, fuck, I don't have anything funny to say. <laughs> I'm not funny. <laughs> I was waiting for you to be like, like I just proved you're it right. That's funny. the worst part about yeah. the whole thing. Uh, some of the tropes he had was the drifter. Uh, we talked about the gunslinger, which is they also got retired gunfighter, the gunfighter wannabe, and the young gun. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just gonna say that like that was one of the few westerns I I watched growing up was McClintock. Oh and yeah. And I remember the the young gun who couldn't shoot anything, so they they sawed the shotgun off so deep down the 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 barrel that it it he just hit anything that was in front of him because it was the spread was so thick. Uh, they also got the outlaw, the rich folk bumping heads against the poorer country folk. Yes. Uh, any others you want to throw out there? I want to buy this farm. That's my farm, but I want to buy it. <laughs> you got the prospector. You got the old rambling drunk, nicest guy in the world, but he's really messed up in life, and he's always looking for a handout. The one-tooth hobo. Okay. Adam. Okay. I have more than one tooth. <laughs> okay, so before we go into writing a western, let's do tonight's homework. Who I wants to go first? I didn't do the homework. I didn't give you any. I wasn't sure if you were going to be here. Okay, fine. I'll go first. You hated yours, didn't you? When I sent that no, to you. No, mine was easy. I know exactly what the answer is. Okay, go ahead. So, expl- so uh, I'm pulling it up so I can use the exact wording you used. Okay, so let me explain. 
Uh, I gave uh, Snyder, Cody, and Daniel, and myself, since Tyler yelled said I never do the homework. I gave them non. I gave them. I gave everyone non cowboy western characters. The setting it, it's high noon. Mic drop. Thank you. uh, Tumbleweed (laughs) comes through. It's high noon, middle of town. At one end is one character. At the other end is another character. They they are in a duel. Who wins? They have to they have to explain their argument. They can't just say this guy wins. That's that's crap. You have to explain your argument. All right. Snyder's first. So say who you got. The two characters I was given for my duel yeah. were Master Chief from Halo and the dude from Gears of War. You know, I'm assuming it's Marcus Phoenix. Is that the dude that, that you're wears referring the to? <laughs> the, main, the main character. Yeah, yes. Okay. I could have looked knew who Master Chief was. I had, right. to, I had to look. He Googled that. I'm yeah. curious. Yeah. All right, so I got distracted by porn on the Gears of War Why did I stay? Okay. Um, so I was told to I get to pick the weapon yep. and then explain who wins the duel. Yep. It doesn't matter what the weapon is. Okay. Marcus Phoenix is a mere human being. Okay. Master Chief is not. Is genetically engineered and also wears. A goddamn super suit. But doesn't he will murder the Mjolnir armor? The Mjolnir armor. Doesn't Phoenix TX wear one? No, he, he, has, he has power armor, but nothing that bad. Uh, nothing, yeah. yeah like Master, like Marcus Phoenix would be dead before Marcus, or, uh, before um, Marcus Phoenix would be dead before he could blink. It would be game over. There wouldn't be a chance. It doesn't matter what. The, it doesn't matter if they're using their bare hands. It's just Master Chief is there. Next snap, done. No fight. Well, yeah, but then the, like Phoenix just has to hide behind the trough for like six or seven seconds and he's full health again. Right, but if he gets stuck with a plasma grenade, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Here's my question. Yeah. Does Master Tree Chief... Master Tree? Master Tree. Master Tree. Master tree <laughs> does, does Chief pop out of the tree and does once Phoenix TX, River Phoenix, is dead, does he troll him? Tea does bag he teabag him? Teabag him, yeah. Actual Master Chief, no. Oh. If there's a 13-year-old behind the controller playing Master Chief, yeah. probably. Okay, that was too... Okay, okay so... Master Chief, his armor, Molnir's armor, is caught on the Master Tree. Master He's, Tree. He was he was washing it, so he he hung it up on the Master okay, Tree. Okay, so it's him without the armor against with the armor, and he's got handgun. What's the handgun? And he's got a pistol. Okay, and then uh, Phoenix TX has the gun with the chainsaw on it. Okay. Now to give Phoenix TX, uh, uh, how much are you handicapping this? Because Master Chief apparently is a Master god. Chief's got one know, leg. I didn't know this. No uh, eyes. River, <laughs> River Phoenix has the gun up. <laughs> <laughs> Just different. Okay, anyway. He has. Fox yeah. the Phoenix has the gun. He has the gun. Harry up. Potter reference for you, Daniel. Just so you knew what that was. I didn't oh, know that, that's yeah. why I sounded stupid. I didn't know. It wow. Oh. Somebody slapped me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was loud in my ear. <laughs> uh, Damn. I did that just for Tyler. He's Ouch. got the gun up already. Right. He's already got the gun up. Master Chief's got it at the side. He's got the hand on. Master Chief has His the hand. His hand's on the grip. Phoenix has the gun up. Yes. Okay. Go. Who wins? Master Chief. Doesn't matter. <laughs> really? Uh, I'm going to yeah. give some perspective lore-wise. Uh, Master Chief was trained from childhood to be a soldier. He was genetically altered. They were put through, like, all kinds of training. Break. Like, he, he, you can't. There's well, no way. Uh, Phoenix, when Arizona. Master Chief, when he was, I think, 14 year olds, and some of the lore that I've read 
and beat our in a training room had beat almost beat to death three uh, highly trained uh, basically seals okay. when he 14. was 13, at fourteen, and he was already I think six inches taller than them. They basically Spartans were roided out, altered, basically from the age of eight to six. Five, five, yeah, five. They, yeah. Okay, I didn't think it'd be that easy. Next time, look into the lore a little bit, jackass. (laughs) Supernatural wiki. Somehow, Pornhub.com came up. (laughs) (laughs) You might actually find some Halo videos on there. There's like you randomly find. Oh, okay, cool. I don't ever look for Halo when I'm on there, so I don't know. Hey, you know. <laughs> okay, Cody, you're looking for that Cortana, like. Oh okay. yeah. Oh yeah. Cody's up. Blue <laughs> right. and and digital. I'm in. I was assigned Mega Man, and uh, Samus Aran from Metroid. I, I gotta know. Did you get the the opinion of our local Mega Man expert? I thought about it, but he is. His answer would be Mega Man. He, oh, yeah. His answer would straight up be Mega Man. Who's the? Are you it? No. no. Oh, okay. No. Oh, okay. We know about the friend uh, of ours. Okay. Jimmy. Uh-huh. Uh, I, uh, you know how he's a Transformers fan. Yes. Times that by three. Oh. Yeah, that's just Jimmy from Avian. Okay, gotcha. Well, I just they both had hand guns. Right. So that's why. Like, I and I agree with you. The fist so guns. yes, yeah, uh, you have. You, you know who else has a handgun? Who? A lot of people. They got guns on their hands. <laughs> they hands. have handguns. Well. Yeah. <laughs> you had your turn. Okay, so you have Santa Center, <laughs> the bounty hunter from space. You have Mega Man, the ro- uh, robot master killer. Okay, so are we doing are we doing uh, sexy Samus or are we doing body armor Samus? Body armor Samus. That's when she has the hand cannon. Fair and good point. Sorry, that'd be very that'd be super unfair. <laughs> yeah. You've got Samus I, I, in a skin tight. I am an body idiot. Suit. I am sorry. Go continue. <laughs> <laughs> Don't apologize. We already knew. <laughs> okay, what's happened is Dr. Wiley has put out a wanted poster for Mega Man. Oh, uh, I love it. You, you're totally adamanting this. I like this. Go ahead. Fuck. Okay, he's put out a wanted he, he poster. He even said that before the podcast <laughs> that he was going to add him his homework. <laughs> put out a wanted poster for uh, Mega Man, Dr. Wiley has, uh, because Mega Man has already gone through eight uh, seven of the robot masters. Only one that's left is uh, Iceman, but he, Mega Man's already got Fireman. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So, uh, sorry, sir. Iceman is not weak to fire. Iceman is a weak to Electman's power. Uh, you want to check your facts? Oh, ho, ho, ho. I am one hundred percent on that one because wah, wah. there's a song lyric that Jimmy complains about, where he says that Iceman's weakness is fire and it's not because it's Electman's gun. Well, Jimmy's not here. <laughs> the Sorry. door okay. kicks open. <laughs> uh, Talking about Mega Man? <laughs> because, because he just cool Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't even we, come through the door. He just jumps yeah. up through the okay. wall. We got, <laughs> fine. We got Fireman left. Because <laughs> Fireman really is my favorite robot master. Okay. We'll it's not Cutman? No. Man? No. Okay, anyway, go ahead. All right. But he's already got Iceman's power, so Fireman's no match. Okay. Okay. Happy? Yes. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we get that five minutes out of the way. All right. Oh. Okay, Dr. Wiley's put a bounty out on uh, Mega Man. Samus Aaron comes rolling into town, says, I'll take care of your problem. Yeah. And all this stuff. And so it starts out the showdown in the bar where Mega Man's sitting in the back with his, with, sitting in the back with his back to the wall. He does not sit with his back to the door. Wild Bill okay. Hillcock. Is he drinking milk? 
Pro- yeah, probably. It's got to be an e-tank. I mean, yeah, full of milk. Sure. Okay. E- e- uh, milk. Uh, Not defend, never mind. She shows up and he's like, he's like, I figured you'd be looking for me. And he's like, I thought you'd want to hear my side of the story first before we got down to business. So they do the side of the story. She realized that Wiley has set up Mega Man, so they then join forces and kill Wiley and hire Man. So oh, there is no showdown. You dick. What a cop out. That's cop out. No, that's an Adam out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so, so is that a cock out? Then? Yeah. Is that what that is? Okay, actually, I do like that. I would do that. Okay. Okay. They're both heroes. Uh, yeah, I think again, she get she would uh, she's smart enough to listen to somebody's side of the story before just yeah, I'm gonna kill this guy to get money. Okay. Right, Though I'll I don't know much about Samus Aaron. But the thing to ask, though, who actually wins that fight? The thing is... It depends on how many powers Mega Man has at the time they run into each other, right? That's what I was thinking. They're that's the reason they're I want to add... They're, they're both, both at peak, peak power, Mega peak Man. Power, peak power. Uh, Mega Man. Mega Man has Ooh, too many options, options yeah. than Samus Aaron. Samus Aaron to do a you ball and make the bombs like and shoot. Penis? That's about it. You got a napkin or anything on it? No, I gave my last napkin to Daniel. He needed to clean up clean up something before you guys got here. Well, what did I miss? Well, Daniel, you can't go because you're next. Well, do yours. Go okay. clockwise. Okay. <laughs> but like Nobody I else said, was uh, you know that? Yeah. At that point, Mega Man has way too many options, and hes I think he can switch out of those options, like, on the fly. On the fly. Yeah. So, he really, he has... Uh, one thing is where he has eight other things he can well, do. Well, one thing doesn't work. He's probably... Well, what if Samus did the ball deal where she, okay, like, so where she like poops out a ball, a, a explosive? What if Seamus did the ball thing? What? What's that? Thanks, Samus. 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 Samus Aaron. Samus. Samus Aran. Samus. Samus. Phoenix Arizona. Samus. Raising Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how's it going? <laughs> Basically, I'm thinking Mega Man has the upper hand because even if Jimmy's so here, many options, so many options. And if they're at their peak. He's got way more going on than Samus can deal with, I think. Okay, so, all right, so, uh, Phoenix TX loses. Samus Aaron loses. Samus, okay. Phoenix TX. Okay. So, so mine is, is, uh, all right, so, mine is the, uh, Space Marine from Doom or Duke Nukem. Oh. The two guys I got. That's tough. So, so for me, it's 100% going to depend on what they know about each other and what weapons they bring. Because I feel like Duke Nukem is cocky and arrogant enough that he's going to bring the biggest gun possible. Okay. So he's going to bring like some stupid rocket launcher or something. BFG. Uh, <laughs> not Duke for Duke Nukem. They can use one of the guns from another game though, right? From each other's universe? No. Uh, it has to be from their universe. Well, you didn't say that. Yeah. So I think he would bring whatever the, his, his big gun is. And the Doom guy, if he brings the BFG, BFG wins. Oh, well. uh, oh BFG one shot, boom! It will How annihilate. Is it, it doesn't need to be accurate because it, it wipes it the entire the si- screen. It hits the side of the barn. It hits well, the entire but the side. Bar- of the barn. But Duke Nukem's over here. The side of the barn's over here. Yeah, all you gotta do is get it in his general direction for the BFG to work. Um, although I think. If the Doom guy is is thinking, he would bring the particle gun, which fires a hell of a lot faster, and Duke Nukem's done for. That was Doom sixty four, right? Uh, no, it was it was in Doom two. It's the one right before the BFG that has like the the real fast shooting oh, blue gun. Oh yeah. Anyway, oh, um, however, 
if Duke Nukem doesn't just show up cocksured with a giant rocket launcher, which he will, he probably will. But if he comes with he's all out of bubble gum. the intelligence <laughs> weapon, which is the freeze ray, then Duke Nukem wins because you can freeze him with either the BFG or the particle gun. The BFG has a wind up time, so you freeze him in the wind up time, or he kills him after taking a couple shots from the particle gun, and Duke Nukem can take a few hits. Really? Yeah, yeah, because okay. they have like a hundred health each, and the particle gun takes a while. So, um, do we see the head, like the Doom guy's head, go all crazy as he's being frozen? Probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I think it kind of depends on what they know. Okay. I think in two of the three fights, Doom guy wins. Duke Nukem wins if he brings the freeze ray, or the shrink ray. So if Duke doesn't visit the brothel ahead of time, he's probably going to win. Probably. I think actually, if he does. Because he's a lot more calm after that. So oh, thinking yeah, clearly. you're thinking That's straight. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So then he wins every time. Because <laughs> he's ever, never not going to the brothel, right? Things that That's make you point. go, why? <laughs> <laughs> Man, now, hey. I, now I feel bad because I didn't really add him, my thing. Okay, so I yeah, had, I'm sure you did and didn't realize you it. You know why he didn't? Because I took the atom from him. I did, yeah, I didn't really. You took the essence of it. That's got to suck. You should probably get that shit back. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> At to. least go see a doctor. Yeah. yeah. I like use I logic. I get free clinic yeah. one day. All right, so I had, I had Cyclops logic. and I had Triclops. Huh. Triclops is one of the evil masters from okay. Masters of the Universe. Okay. Do they do the exact same thing? They both shoot optic beams. So I chose... I chose Cyclops from 90's X-Men show, and I chose Triclops from the 83 Filmation Masters of the Universe, okay? So first up is Cyclops from the 90's X-Men show. According to Marvel Animated Wiki, Cyclops shoots concentrated beams of pure energy from his eyes, although they have been proven ineffective against the likes of Blob and the Juggernaut, okay? Every photo I've seen from the 90's uh, X-Men show where he's shooting, he's got to put his hand up to the visor. Okay, weakness takes time to put your hand up to, to draw the weapon. Yeah. Triclops, according to the wiki, Grace called Triclops wears a trioptic visor, oh, okay. which gives him which gives him immense tracking capabilities. Gamma vision, the ability to see around objects. Uh, Distance vision, my computer went dead. Uh, form of far vision and night vision. Plus, each optic has the ability to shoot optic blast. So it doesn't matter which optic he's got going on. He has the ability to shoot blasts out of that. Winner's Triclops. Yeah. Okay? First advantage. According to the wikis, anyway. First advantage, no need to put his hand to his to his visor. It's no, his fastest no, no quick draw time. It's just ready to go. Let uh, So it's less time to fire the optic blast. Second advantage, he has gamma vision and distant vision to track his shot. Third advantage, I'm pulling an atom here. Paul Dobson, the guy who voiced Triclops, also a voice juggernaut, so it's in, he's ineffective. So. Logic. Yep. I got one. <laughs> okay. okay. So Ty Noon, out of the saloon, steps. Get you piano lessons. <laughs> Clad all in black. It's gonna be really hot. Yeah, I know. But that's what he wears. And then all of a sudden, you just hear <laughs> Kylo Ren's lightsaber ignites. Ah. Uh. Starts wishing it around. He's all ready to fight. Okay. And you just hear a single gunshot. And it's Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all I want to see. That was. 
Now wait a minute. When that was Ky- the world's worst high five. I have bad depth perception. Wait a so, minute. When Kylo frees the bullet, he froze no, the laser. No, 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 no. Because he's all cocky and arrogant, and then he sees a dude that just looks like his dad that he killed. He's like, oh, I'll kill him. Too. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't even <laughs> put that together. <laughs> I didn't even put those oh, two Oh, that's up. fucking brilliant. I mainly just wanted to use the whole uh, yeah, Raiders know. of the Lost Ark. Fuck. I that, that was improvised. I know. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, because yeah, 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 Harrison Ford didn't want to do the stunt. No, I, he was sick. He was injured. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he didn't want to do the stunt that was planned. Uh, so he just did it. Uh, Are we done with that part? Because I got a question for Cody. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, in Western movies, can you have elements of the supernatural? Yes. Well, I think in pure Western and uh, pure Westernism, uh, the supernatural, if it is going to be something, it's usually associated with uh, Native American mysticism. So it's uh, it's not like oh, uh, the Black Covenant from Europe has come to the Wild West. It's like the ones I can get behind the most is the mysticism of the Native American culture. So would you watch? A western based on the Phantom Rider comic book, or that Carter Slade Ghost Rider from the first movie. Sam Elliott. Yeah. I, I can get behind that. That voice it, and that mustache. Because you that that, that shows another oh, aspect, it, an aspect of westerns of a lot of time is vengeance. Vengeance with a price. I just can't. None. No. Westerns come to mind with any supernatural except for Ghost Rider, if you go with that, or Dude, there's I don't t- know if you there's tons of there, there's the Burrowers, there's the Gallowalkers, got Skinwalkers, mm-hmm. okay, Skinwalkers, there's the Gallows, Gallowalkers, there's uh, okay, shut up, there's uh, uh, Jesse Earp, no, the Winona Earp. He's already went like this, <laughs> prick. I have a complaint against that one again. I need to Good, let's hear it, Cody. Okay, he claims to be a He-Man fan, but yet he had to go to the wiki to get his facts. Yeah. No, uh, Trikoff was going to win no matter what. No, I, so you actually forced it in your favor then? No, no, I was... I, I think... Knew, I knew all of I this. think that Cyclops would win because Jean Grey would be there and she'd save his ass. But okay, okay. Then Evil Lynn would be there to protect Triclops. Evil but Lynn, Lynn, Evil Lynn a is a way more Triclops. powerful sorceress. What? Way more powerful sorceress what? than Jean Grey. <laughs> on what basis? She would grab Get on your Wikipedia. She would grab uh, the she, Phoenix. She would grab the Dark Phoenix TX and like some sort <laughs> oh. of weird, some sort of weird like magical thing and just squish her. And then Nightcrawler appears behind her and snaps her neck. No, okay, all right. Nightcrawler appears. Oh my then God. Beastman <laughs> grabs Nightcrawler with his whip. And snaps his neck. And then He-Man is mind-controlled and goes crazy and kills all the other people. Okay, then Fakor comes in, <laughs> who is He-Man, by the way, Bizarro He-Man. He comes in and he fights He-Man, which he actually had the upper hand in the original 83 Filmation show, snaps He-Man's neck. And then Professor Xavier comes, freezes time, goes over there, wheels his wheelchair, and <laughs> And then Zodak comes in. Zodak Can we just all establish that they're all killed by Megatron and we can move on? Megatron comes in and then Stridor, Stridor shows up and runs right up Megatron's butt and explodes him. Okay, all right. And then 
Mogo drifts over and then blows everybody up. Oh, because no, oh, no, Mogo gets anti explodey. And then the dark horde planet comes in and eats Mogo for breakfast. It tries, but it gets stopped by three dragons written by the Khaleesi. I don't know who that what is. Now? That's Game of Thrones, you know that very popular series that you haven't watched because uh, you're a hipster. It's uh, <laughs> okay. I hope Matt Pat listens to this and does wrong? <laughs> does like a Deathlock episode. <laughs> okay, so real quick, uh, real quick, what does it take to write? After all that stuff, what does it take to write a Western movie? We got we we got the Hollywood whiteboard back. We well, wrongs need to be written. Wrongs that need to be okay. Just like, just like last time, we're making a western on a low budget. Uh, Daniel, I got something for you. Uh, anyway, is it another picture of Cyclops not touching his eyes for the eye beam? It, it is. This oh. will be the second. Hey, look, he's not touching the thing to make the eye beams happen. Okay, uh, it, that's a login to your Google. Account. You know what? Oh, you know what it actually is. There we he go. Actually, he yeah. actually has like a, a, a adjustment dial. I only saw one picture. I just said every picture. It's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, anyway. $50 million. I'm trying what? to get this station, guys. Give me a second. The Western genre is another genre that's probably on the outs because it, it takes quite a bit of money to make. That's why <sighs> low-budget filmmakers probably don't really do it. No, million, they do. $50 million on the table. Just like last week, we're, we're minusing actors. We've got the actors. We've got, we've got the equipment. Can we make a low-budget Western and still hit the tropes that we need to hit? What yeah, is yes? I think so. What is yes? <laughs> what is your mom, Trebek? <laughs> uh, Famous titties for 300. <laughs> I love that one. Uh, Anal bomb cover. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. So what... How can we do a low budget... <laughs> I'm sitting over here and I want to go, The Rapist? Let... <laughs> 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 Do a low-budget Western. $50 million. Are we using my train guy? No. Oh. I don't know. What, what's a good story we can do? I don't know. How much coke do we have to buy him? Because <laughs> <laughs> that might just be cheaper. <laughs> a lot of Westerns uh, take Adam's place on. in one town. That's all we need is the one fake town. It doesn't even have to be that big. Okay. Yeah, you, you can, can have the saloon, the train station, and the general store, and then two... Uh, houses that look like houses, but it's just basically a mock-up of one wall. Uh, we we definitely need a sheriff station. Sheriff station. So what what's the story? What can we bring? Can we can we reinvent the wheel? If, I want if the there's John no Wick fight Western. on a train, I'm leaving. Okay. I'm leaving this product. We don't have a fight on a train. What if the train goes right through town? Here, I'll, here, real quick. Yeah. Here's here's how I did. Here's how I wrote a western back in uh, college, creative writing. Okay, it followed two Pinkerton men. Uh, they got a letter because before before they became the Secret Service, they were hired out um, to do to do specific jobs. So there's it followed two Pinkerton men. They got a letter about they needing to rescue. Uh, a party had gone missing, and they they sent these two Pinkerton men out to find this party. So they're going out. It was the Midwest. They were going out. And as they're approaching the location that was in the letter, there's this naked man in the middle of the trail. He's just sitting there, sitting, just naked, sitting there. So they, they, uh, they, the guy's comatose. He's he's alive, but he's comatose. He's not talking 
or he was speaking in tongues, just speaking in gibberish. I can't remember what I wrote, but anyway, he was he was, yeah. So they they set up camp, and they start hearing this stuff in the woods. And uh, so as they so as this, the story goes on, they're investigating it, and they find out that like there's this weird cult in the woods that that uh, they worship like a Bigfoot type. It, it was Bigfoot. I'll just be honest with you. It was Bigfoot, and they were they're sacrificing this party to Bigfoot. That was my shot at a western. That's how I did it. You went you went to the hybrid western like right off the bat. If we want to do a classic western, forget okay, about Bigfoot. Okay, let's do a classic western. Okay, what, can we reinvent the wheel? Let's do. We're sticking everyone classic. Can can we have a CGI John Wayne cameo? We're gonna uh, hologram John Wayne. Yeah. We're gonna Grand Moff Tarpon. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, seriously. Okay, uh, can't. Oh man, that's, that's then I want tough. Jeff Bridges in. I'm in for Jeff Bridges. Yes. Jeff Bridges and Sam Elliott. Okay. Well, what's the story? I don't. I don't know. We don't need a story. We just need those two. Just, yeah, just them sitting at the bar. Oh, can we have Morgan Freeman be the sheriff? Sam Elliott just goes sometimes. Can you back up from what, the what mic? <laughs> sometimes we, the bar eats. Oh, what if we? What if we flip the script? I'm sorry, what? All right, so we've got Sam what Elliott. Jeff Bridges and Morgan Freeman, right? I don't know. I'm just throwing out names. It, let's just say we got those three, right? I'm seriously um, aroused just by the sound of those three names. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the 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 classic trope is we have a city and bad guys are there entrenched. Good guys show up, kick out the bad guys. Okay. So what if we flip that? Okay. So what if we have town, three good guys in the town: Morgan Freeman, Jeff Bridges, Sam Elliott. And then the bad guys come rolling in, and the entire thing is them, like, setting up and doing the last Alamo-type stand where they're fighting back the ba- against the bad guys. That's and not really original, though. That has also been Screw a you, it's my idea. I know, man. <laughs> are we doing it serious, or are we going to have them, like, do it, like, Three Amigos style? Where, no, no, like, no, they... ser- no, serious. Ser- oh, we're doing it serious. But we're missing a huge aspect. The there was a lot of Asians that were working on the railroad. Wow! We bring them. No, no. We bring them in so the bad guys can kill them all. Because my name's Adam and I hate Asians. God, you were redlining. Uh, <laughs> yeah, stop sticking the microphone down your throat, dude. No. It's gonna fall. I have to be right here with. Oh, okay. We bring it in. We, br- we bring in the yeah the, the Asians working on the railroad. We bring them in. That way, we have a different we have a different fighting style. Co- Coming in, so we have the three. We have what fighting, <laughs> fighting style. What you did? So you have no, no, no. But give that's me his exactly back. The, he got that's mad. Exactly Sorry. The plot behind Shanghai okay, but we don't. We take out Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson. So we have, we have, we have the retired gunmen who know that they're outclassed and outnumbered. So they use the resources that they have. Sam Elliott would never be outclassed. No, it is difficult to outclass that man. I don't know if it can be done. Morgan Freeman would monologue them to death. Give me my wallet back. <laughs> it's mine now. Come on. It's touched my hands. Uh, just like this is mine. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what, I like this shirt. What can't... No, nah, I wasn't talking about the shirt. What, what would they... Besides... Okay. I like how we're over here just... We've got some distance. It's like we broke up. Those three are doing God knows what. <laughs> what? Okay, okay, okay. But I'm on this side of the table today. I'll switch back to you guys when I'm on that side of the table nope. next week. Nope. No, we're good. What, what can we bring in besides them protecting a city? What What could they protect besides the city? What, like that would that would be like kind of a different aspect. 
Okay. What would you be protecting? That's what uh, I was ra- Railroad lines? They have, a mine? They have I want a, something supernatural. They have a deed office in the town. This is the only copies of the deed for the local land area that we got. No, but, okay. Uh, All right. But they're uh, dead. Your mystic guy's in town, and to do his plan, he needs to have this... All three of these land. I these thought we were doing classic. Each other. I thought uh, we were doing classic. No, he wants to do some. I, I want something like what Daniel had with the caves under town, where like it was a Native American thing that they mm-hmm. built this town on top of, and these three dudes are like bound to protect it. That's what I want. Okay. okay well, we have it that way, and they can't unearth. They can't legally unearth parts of it because the lands aren't. Or the, it's basically split unevenly where they need to enter, and so tech, you oh, have no. the you have the cranky old man. I get off my land and all that stuff. So they're trying to get rid of his claim to land completely because even if they kill him, he's got relatives out west or out back east that are just gonna come and move in. So Tyler, your idea is that the the uh, our three gunmen are are like mystically bound to protect this area. Yeah, they're like your so, Indiana Jones. Mm. Holy nights. So, so what if this? What if those three guys, Sam Elliott, Morgan Freeman, Jeff Bridges, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, it chills every time. Um, what if uh, they're like like repaying for some sort of crime they did, mm-hmm. um, and their condition is they have to um, like fight until their last bullet is expended, and this is the final fight is when they're expending the very last bullet they have. Do we have a scene where they're counting bullets like Deadpool? Sure. Like, you two will have to share this one. Yeah. Really? Sure. Like, they were well, maybe they were previously to... outlaws. Like, they do, like, the 100 lives of Blackjack Savage. They did all these bad things. So what? what's... Whoa. What's in the cave? Uh, we never find out. Maybe, maybe... So maybe they kill a young Native American child? And they are cursed by. They're trying. They're trying to steal the thing that they now have to protect. And like men were not supposed to touch this, and they are cursed to protect this until their dying breath, and not necessarily counting bullets. So they're they're immortal in the way as they'll live forever as long as they don't suffer any. Like they'll still like if they get shot they'll die but they, but if they don't they'll be immortal for us the their life they're not like like if they if they basically just off themselves it's basically a fate worse than death and so they gotta die in the natural way I kind of like the no I kind of like the bullet thing though like because like, that gives it that gives it a weight to where if they use all their bullets and they don't pre- so they okay so they go to heaven or hell okay yes if you use all your bullets. And you don't get the, your object done, what your protection done that you're supposed to do, you go to hell. If you die before doing what it is you ever supposed to do, you go to hell. I kind of like that. it gives it. It gives it a little. It, it's the ticking time bomb. Like you see the bomb, you see the countdown, but it's a different way of doing that. Like well, you start off with them young, and yeah. you have this done, and basically the bullets are sort of made out of the stuff they was trying to steal sort of a thing. Oh. Each shot they take is basically the portion they were supposed to have. No, their bullets are magic because it's one no. bullet for every bad deed no, they've no, no, done. No, 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 what if, no. What if they stole, say they stole some money. It's, they stole, okay, let's say they stole a bunch of money, 
okay? And in the process, a Native American child dies or, or a, a, a child dies and they're cursed. So they say if once your bullets are expended, you die. So they melt down the coins into bullets for more money. Or for, for more, more life. bullets. Yeah. All right. I can get behind that too. They can't leave this area, so they can't get more. So it's kind of a loophole in the like they they technically only have a six shooter, but they find a loophole by melting down their sin into bullets. Okay, I can get behind that. But there has to be a scene where they're like, okay, so we have to run through all these bullets to die, and there's just a warehouse full of ammunition. Just, just How that's, much the, that's the closing money did scene. They, steal? they robbed the oh, biggest. I, I was train. thinking it was they one. Robbed, they robbed the biggest. Like they robbed the train, train that was going from the west to Fort Knox. With no, the I, largest I want them to die at the end. I don't want this. They to do die. Yeah. They do die, but they've been talking about they're like eighteen-year-old punks. And then when we finally get, they finally get there. They're, they're yes. I want I want one of them to sacrifice himself. Be like, all right, I'm going to hell. So he sacrificed himself to save another child before he can get the job done. But just like in Constantine. As he's going to hell, God lifts him back up and be like, all right, good enough. And then Morgan right. Freeman flips off the little <laughs> No? What yeah, I'm in. Except for the, the... There you go. This is how Daniel's got his giant warehouse full of bullets, and you're all concerned that they won't ever go through it. It's the scene where it's a wave, and then you've got Sam Elliott, and he's like, well, about time I use this. Pulls off this sheet, a mini gun, a freaking Gatling gun, <laughs> and he just starts <laughs> mowing people down. And his mo- his mustache is so happy, it just curls <laughs> up. I want to make my western a poker movie. And then there's a piano player. Going, <laughs> you can have a poker scene in our movie. Okay, I'll make that. Can you do the, Can you do the Maverick where he's just like throws the last card at the very end? So you want to do rounders? Rounders in the I was about to say space. Yeah. I've rounders in the I'll old do rounders in space too. That's I've fine. Rounders in the old west. Yeah. Okay. Well, for, then you're not in this project. Though. Yeah, you guys work on yours. I'll work on mine. We'll see which one gets done first. We have Sam Elliott in ours. That's fine. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna get Tom Hardy for mine, just to make you mad. Oh, you do. <laughs> oh we won't put an entire episode without Tom Hardy. <laughs> I know. I had to. Shoutouts to Tom Hardy. Oh, uh, the Sam Elliott's uh, uh, young actor is gonna be Tom Holland. Oh, you know who the bad guy? You know who the bad guy should yeah. be in our movie? What? Uh, he was the bad guy in that uh, Star Wars movie, uh, Star Wars Rogue One. Which one? Uh, the Rogue One. Oh right. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> 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 I had to look up for that. I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> so glad you said it. Before I felt like you more like an idiot. Crit- uh, credit, credit. We should get him. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway. All right, so we did the, any any closing. Tom Hardy's the bad guy in my movie. I can follow. He's all right. He's a good bad guy. Yeah. Any any closing? I'm trying to keep to time. Uh, any closing thoughts on the western genres? I, I like the idea of the western. I just want to see some more interesting and compelling stuff done with it instead of kind of the same thing they've been doing. So my yeah. favorite western is probably Logan. It's probably my favorite. Back to the Future 3 is okay. And my favorite Western talking about the drum flip and Back to the Future 3? My favorite Western series is Firefly. Ooh, man's got a point. No, okay, all um, seriousness, a straight-up Western that I like. Tombstone? Yeah, I'd say, like pro- I'd probably say Tombstone. Yeah. Tombstone's amazing. Tombstone is really good. It's one of the few Westerns I like. Um, 
Desperado, if it counts, was a favorite movie of mine for a very long time. I think that counts. And here's one that I think is a kind of a maybe, is Untouchables. Oh, yeah. Can we count Untouchables as a we Western? Can. No, that's, like, I want set, to. that's set in complete modern times. Why would that be? It doesn't matter about the setting, but... Fire, but then you can't call Firefly a Western. But yeah. what, what aspects does it have in it? Real you, quick, you, what you, you have the, 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 p- the policemen who are standing up against the thugs that run the town. Okay. And the policemen are doing all the right and the righteous, and they do the self-sacrificing thing, and in the end they win. The but good they guys, lose some people but they lose the way, people on the way. I, th- I think thematically, it it checks all the check marks it needs to be a western. Okay. Uh, okay, fair enough. Co- oh, Cody's got his phone again. Twice I have held your life in the in my hands, and twice I have given it back to you. The next time, your life belongs to me. Who said that? It's from Cut. Secondhand Lines. Hub McCain, Robert Duvall's character. Except for the very last line was said by his younger self. Okay. Like I said, one of my favorite movies. Is time. Secondhand Lions a western? It it lives by the ideals of it. I what? wouldn't necessarily call it a western. It is. It's more of a drama. Drama. Uh, Period piece. Coming of uh, age movie. Coming yes, that's what, yeah. that's what I was looking for. Okay. Not the type of movie you're thinking. Oh, uh, so Firefly, what was yours? Fire, uh, Firefly and, and Tombstone. Tombstone, yeah. Okay, what's yours? Oh, I got no clue. Back North to the Future to 3. Back to the Future 3. North to Alaska, Cody? Is that yeah. what you said? Okay. I like, it's a Open Range. Experiment. Open Range? Open Range is probably one of my favorite modern time westerns. I thought that was the animated thing about the, the chickens and stuff. No, That's I'm talking about range. open free range. range. No, okay. uh, the one with uh, <laughs> Kevin Costner, uh, Gene yes, whose name was Lou Bonnet. Okay. It m- must like much like sword and sorcery, like dragons and sword fighting and magic. I like all that stuff. I just don't like any of those movies. I like cowboy hats. I like revolvers. I like. Everything most Western. cowboys didn't wear cowboy hats. I just don't. I don't. Know. I, f- I feel the same way with some things too. Like I like lightsabers and I like the idea of Jedi, but I don't like most of the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Would you rather see a cowboy with a pistol, where he's going all what do you call it, loosey goosey, whatever the hell? <laughs> or would you rather see dude walking down with a giant ass rifle where he's just like, oh the rifle, yeah. the pump action rifle's way cooler. <laughs> yeah. The pump action rifle is awesome. Then you got yeah. the oh. most awesome mood with the uh, with er, pump action rifle. Not pump action, it's lever the action. One handed yeah. uh, reload on the pump action rifle. Oh, the Terminator? Yeah. I tried, I had a, uh, a toy gun that had that kind of lever action to yeah. it, and I tried so hard to get the one handed thing to work. I used to be able to do it with the, the time with the that shotgun. he went to Kmart and tried to buy a bunch of fake guns, spray paint, and ski masks. What? <laughs> it was for a movie. Uh, I, I would want to sure see... Sure it was. I'd want to see... A I'm going to make a phone call. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, the evidence is long gone. I would want to see a guy carry a carabiner and just, like, actually use it, like, uh, John Wick or a military style. Like, actually, like... You know, I think that'd be kind of cool. Just, like, actually... Bust uh, his face. Actually aim where he's shooting? Yeah, like, you know, break into the saloon door, like, pow, pow, pow you know, instead of just... 
know. I yeah, know. but it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool I don't know. I think I think the whole like he's so good at what he does. He doesn't even need to aim. Yeah. He doesn't even need to aim. He's just. What was that about a guitar? Where I was like, I think it's cooler where he's just like, just pumping it like that. I thought you were talking about somebody hitting somebody with a guitar because I'm into that too. Yeah. Okay. So post pod trivia, real quick, since we're running out of time. What animated cowboy show has character listings of? These are characters from the show. Brave Star. Fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, am I right? I didn't even see no, it. No, you're not right. Oh. Handlebar, Cactus Head, Bingo Dan, Tex Hex, and 3030. Brave Star. Star. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wiley, Miss Kitty, Cat R. Wow, and Fievel. Fievel goes west. American Tale, Five of Those Ways. Yes. Which is actually the same. What character sidekick is Baba Louie and Alter Ego's El Cabal? Which characters? Which character sidekick is Baba Louie and Alter, Alter Ego, Ego is El Cabal? Uh, uh, Deputy. Uh, it's not Deputy Dog. No. Call Daddy, he knows. God. Don't call Dad. I've already I called. I called Dad. He probably wouldn't answer. Is it? Don't look it up. I, I ain't gonna say it. I just want to know the answer. I'll tell you here in a second. Just tell us. Quick draw, McGraw. Oh, okay. Who is the Lone Ranger's famous great nephew? Oh, great nephew. Uh, the Green Hornet. Yes. Thought he was gonna go famous side. Wait, was that really? Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's real. Huh. Yep. The guy who things created, that make you go. The guy who created the Lone Ranger also created the Green Hornet. Yeah. Okay. They they canonized the two of them together. That's cool. They they went like this together. I've got I've got no news or birthdays because we've been going long. So I knew if I wrote them, I wouldn't cut them. So I just I just didn't write them. Okay. So any other Dominera? Sorry. Close enough. That's not his name. I didn't say it. Dominaria. What am I saying? At least he didn't say dominatrix. What's his name? His, his name is Deferi. Yeah, the character's name hey, is Hey, it's Deferi. Pamela Anderson's birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Pam Anderson. And it's Liv Tyler's birthday. Liv Tyler, your dad's a weirdo. <laughs> Ten years apart. His dad and her no. dad and him? And it's Hillary Burton's. I don't know who that is. Alan Ruck. Alan Ruck. Don't know who that is. Uh, Andre Brar. I butchered your last name. Oh, Bauer. Dan Aykroyd, 66. He's a, how, how do we not say happy birthday to Dan Aykroyd? He's a weirdo. Well, yeah. Have you had his vodka? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. I don't drink um, Superstar vodka. It's Skull, I thought. No, I don't drink Superstar's vodka. I don't drink alcohol produced it's by... It's Princess Diana's birthday day. Rest in peace. Yeah. R.I.P. Jamie Farr. The People's Princess. Jamie Forrest alive? Good lord. Okay. Anything you want to close it? Sure. Still going through birthdays. <laughs> David Prowse's birthday. Do you have a stuntman on oh, there? Who's David Pr- David Prowse? Is it a stuntman? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> um, all right. Damage Control Podcast. Do you know made. who David Prowse was? Oh, God, Adam, please. You fixed yourself. Now uh, I don't, actually. Again. No. Darth Vader. William Wilder's really? birthday. All right. He was the dude in the suit. Okay. Not the right. dude to get not the egghead, but the dude in the suit. Okay, I get you. 
He was a stuntman. You know who else he trained? What superhero he trained? Uh, I, I said no. <laughs> no, no, no. Super, <laughs> Superman. I don't know why that went out of my Christopher Reeve. Okay. It, my mind just went completely dark <laughs> there. For I was like, what? Bad. Yep. He he's the stuntman's birthday. Richard P- Dick Prowse. Good old Dick. What? Uh, like Adam. Uh, they don't make them like dickers. they used to. No, they don't. Oh yeah. They Man, do. he got screwed hard on. The, actually, he screwed himself over on the Star Wars thing. For one thing, he didn't know he was getting voiced over. So and he's got like an Irish, like an Irish farmhand accent. So he picture Darth Vader speaking Irish, and he's not that good of an actor. And he didn't know he was getting voiced over until he saw the movie. And uh, then he pissed Lucas off because he, when Empire Strikes Back came back, he started telling people that Vader was Luke's father. He started saying it before. Before what? Before it was the, they even filmed it. I don't think so because I don't think okay. there's a documentary on Netflix. Okay, watching. whatever. <laughs> so then, anyway, and then when the final scene of Jedi happened, he found out that he wasn't the dude. Getting, he didn't. His face wasn't seen either. Hmm. And uh, he swore huh. he swore up and down they were going to get him for Return of the Jedi or uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith when, but they put Hayden Christensen in the suit. That's fair. I mean, if I'm going to play Darth Vader, I want to be in the suit at some point. I wonder... No, I don't think they asked him for uh, Rogue One. (laughs) Snyder's falling asleep, so I'm just going to shut up. Which one? The Rogue One. God damn it. Sorry. One more time. Everyone else got to do it. I want to do it at least once. Peer pressure. All right. Damage Control Podcasting has been recorded at Underdark Comics and Games. Uh, check us out on Facebook at Facebook slash Underdark Comics or check us out our website at UnderdarkQuincy.com. Uh, send us a Facebook message, uh, leave us a post, send us an email, stop in and say hi. Why what face is Cody making it? He you? gets mad at me when I try to interrupt Daniel. I wouldn't try. Even, I wouldn't There's even. no try to interrupt Daniel. It do is. or do not. There's no <laughs> try. That's that? a Star Wars reference. Which one? Not the one no. you're thinking of. Damage, there you go, Daddy. Find Damage Control You see, what I think is funny about all of this is that we, we're doing a, a Wild West episode and we still end on Star Wars. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. I uh, know. Yeah. We mentioned superheroes, too. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Of course we did. Mm-hmm. You know who's not a superhero? <laughs> uh, anyway. Damage Control. Adam, don't you think that's kind of an odd thing that we did a Wild West episode? And we ended on Star Wars. I was going to mention, so you're not bothering me. <laughs> I was going to try keep it. I was going to try keeping it going, but my mind just went blank. Uh, I was just looking at Snyder. And it, went, it went blank, so it's the same as it always is. Uh, it's usually got something going on up there. Mostly porn. Penis, 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 penis. <laughs> you know what it is? You know what it's what? You, know, you know how uh, stands uh, when he's listening to women's voice uh, music in his head. That's, I mean, that's a good song. I just wasn't expecting you to start singing it. Yeah, well, like... It is July. Who, who's Stan? It's almost the season. From American Dad. Uh, what? It's oh, Christmas okay. in July. Oh. Uh, you know, when women talk and you're like, oh, yeah, honey. Uh, what plays through his head is, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. You know, when women talk, I listen. I don't think you do. Aren't you single? Yes. Uh, anyway. <laughs> you mostly listen because that you, you know have what? the volume turned up on your porn. You know what goes through my head? <laughs> You know when Popeye uh, takes spinach, he has that that old like tank on his arm as it's going. 
That's just what's in my head. It's just a tank driving. I don't think he has a tank. Yeah, look it up. It's a battleship. It's a tank. It's not a tank. He's I'm a sailor. It, I think it changes. I'm Googling it. It's a battleship. He Hang on, audience. Do you want me to shut it off, or do you want to actually hear the answer? Oh, it, they don't get to. They don't get to say. The one guy just jumped out of the window again. I want it off. I want to Google something I never thought I'd Google, and that's Popeye's tattoos. No, no, it's the it's what I got it right here. It's not his tattoos. It's what comes on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> What? That changes. So okay, my mom's big Popeye thing. That changes from episode to episode. Uh, call your mom. Let's go. It's not the same thing every single time. Okay. Call Mama Cody. Damage control. Right. Is she still listening to the show? Yeah. Cool. Probably not. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Hey, Cody's mom. Uh, Damage control podcasting. You can find us at the Twitter at Damn Control. Uh, find us at YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Facebook at Damage Control Podcasting. Contact us at Damage Control Podcasting at gmail.com. Where's the other dude? Finn Balor is at home. Adam was playing with him. Yeah, uh, I keep forgetting that. I need to get a stormtrooper up in here. Anything else? Oh, oh, we might. Oh, are you calling mom for a we, cameo? We might hey, have. Mom. A, we might hey, have. Mom, I have a quick question for you. Put her on speaker. Okay. Uh, Hi, Cody. You're on mom. speaker. Hi, mom. Don't swear. Yeah, you, you can swear if you want. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Popeye the Sailor Man. Uh, he has the anchor tattoo, but each time he eats his spinach, something appears in his arm to symbolize how strong he's getting. That changes from episode to episode, right? Yeah. Was there, uh, Mama Cody? Was there ever uh, a tank, like a like a tank driving? Yeah. Thank you. That's what. Thank you. You said every <laughs> single time. The tank was shooting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank but you. was it moving or was it just shooting? I think it was doing both. Yeah. Ah, but you didn't say both. So you still <laughs> lose. <laughs> Thank you, mom. Thanks, mom. You're welcome. <laughs> I was, <laughs> was going to find it funnier if Cody asked a question. He's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Bye for now. Okay. That would have been my favorite part. <laughs> right. Or <laughs> like, like, what the fuck are you calling me for this for? <laughs> She's like, <laughs> she goes, aren't you guys supposed to be talking about westerns? All right. Our one <laughs> listener, there's your answer to that. Our, uh, that bot. The, I know you're listening. Random string of characters. Our SoundCloud user, X-E-S-I-V-I-M-Y-W-Y. There's your answer. Is it S-E-S?